Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 72 of On the Flank. I'm one of your hosts, John George, alongside Joe Kirkpatrick. Say hello, Joe. Hey, everybody. And we are officially one week down in the Overwatch League 2020 season. We've already had two homestands in one week. That's how things are, are happening this year. Um, and Joe, I just honestly, I got to lead off by saying what a meta. I love it. I absolutely love it. Absolutely. I mean, um, you know, um, looking back or, or looking ahead of this, um, from like midway during last season, I don't know if we could have, um, uh, hopefully, you know, been optimistically predicting, um, some of the fun stuff we were, were looking at, uh, this past weekend is great. Oh yeah. And there was only one game that went to five maps, but honestly, like still super enjoyable despite that. And I, th- I think that's a testament to the meta. Um, maybe it's just how new this meta is. I don't know. I think people are going to get pretty annoyed with may eventually, but honestly, <laughs> as long as there's like a McCree next to the may, I don't really, the McCree is making some great plays. It's fun. Um, we got to see a lot of teams. Let's start. Let's just jump into it and start with the New York homestand. Uh, this is one I was actually at because I work for the Boston Uprising. I guess I should still do that warning. I work for the Boston Uprising now, everyone. So I will not be talking about that, the game they played. And Joe can talk about it if you would like. Um, but I am not allowed to talk about it. Um, uh-huh. So I think that's... that's uh... Yeah, they they did they did play uh, they played one series against the New York Excelsior. Um, it was a three zero. I mean, <laughs> after after London um, ended up with with the win, um, or I should say, New York ended up with the win over London, three um, one on day one. Um, it, it, I guess it's interesting. We'll we'll talk a little bit that's a little bit about this as we dive further into the matches. I'm sure, but um, it's interesting to look at sort of the di- dichotomy between the teams because um, to, to a lot of ex- uh, in a lot of ways there were like two main um, particularly tank styles that I was looking at you, you had the teams like Paris uh, and Boston and looking at the schedule real quick see if I can identify others off the top of my head uh, <laughs> but Paris and Boston and um, I think the Dallas Fuel was doing a little bit of that too um, running uh, double main tank a lot, so we saw a lot of Rhinorissa, uh, which uh, for Boston was like the fusions and Axiom. Um, I played a lot together, um, but then on the other side, the the teams that had that were able to pull out the diva um, usually it was Ryan Diva. Um, the, the, that seems to be the, the other large camp of these teams, so it was, it was interesting to watch, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, I don't know. It, 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 was, it was a Boston game. Um, <laughs> they, 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 you know, we, we got to see some different looks, which was nice. Um, Color Hex and Munchkin, um, particularly playing playing the whole uh, series on the DPS. Um, we did get to see a little tank rotation, uh, Fusions and uh, Muffin in particular coming in and out. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 uh, hard when you're, when you're going in in your first matches against New York for sure. Um, but I, I mean, uh, we will still have a lot of Boston, uh, coming up for us. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we do. Um, 
But yeah, as far as the other four teams that were in New York that I can talk about, I guess. New York. Um, well, first of all, to talk about the homestand in general, being there in person, I noticed re-watching the broadcasts um, that I was super sad, specifically Dallas-wise. Well, I don't know how loud it actually was in Dallas, but that that homestand on the broadcast didn't didn't seem like the crowd was as into it as when I watched in New York. Um, and based off the broadcast, it seemed like the New York crowd was louder as well on the broadcast. So I don't think it was a broadcast broadcast translation thing. I really, New York just went all out. This, the venue was awesome. Every, the fans were awesome. It was so loud in there. Um, for, I got to on Saturday, we obviously didn't play. So I was just sitting in the crowd, seeing how things were going to go down, seeing just in general, how other teams were filming and stuff like that. And, um, God, when it was just so crazy loud, when New York's players were, were first announced, it was just an awesome environment. It was insane. I loved it. Um, great show put on by New York and they had some fun things during like map breaks and in between maps with Puckett going around the stadium or guess not stadium, but going around the event and like doing fun little competitions, like things you'll see you'd see at at a at a basketball game or football game and stuff like that. So I think it was just a great production overall by by the NYXL. And uh, yeah, it's a, talking about their win against London. Um, London's rookies impressed on that first map. I don't think they impressed as much the next day against Paris. Uh, but for one map, we all thought, oh, this team could actually be good. But I think by the end of the weekend, my opinion has changed to, nah, they're probably not going to be that great. <laughs> um, but NYXL, Joe, you've been hyping up my man Hotba, and he, he is, I don't know, he deserves it. He, in my opinion, helped carry Guangzhou charge all of last year and is now doing it feels like he's doing almost the same sometimes for nyxl like a really really good team um which is crazy like he's just come in here he won uh game mvp against london i don't remember who won against uh boston but uh yeah i don't know (laughs) but um he very much deserved it against london my god he just killed it he's (laughs) Uh, he's doing super well. Any anyone else? We got to see Sabiel be for a little bit on NYXL. I mean, are you like? I feel like the rest of the league should be scared of this NYXL team. They look more complete than ever. What What are you thinking? I mean, you know, I think you're right. Uh, talking about you know people we get to see, we got to see um, who are you? Obviously, um, a new player for the NYXL this season, but. Um, the heroes we haven't seen before, uh, specifically Genji. <laughs> we saw who uh, used Genji. We saw Hoxall's Genji. We saw. Uh, do we see the Agility's Genji? Somehow I don't think so, but yeah. that would have been cool. Um, but uh, yeah, lots of Genji and and lots of different looks. You're right from New York that um, uh, obviously we haven't seen before because we haven't seen this roster before. But um, stuff that uh, is, is very very impressive. Um, and again, you know, I talked about, um, you know, as much as we can say after one week thinking about Boston's strength of schedule, but also you can think about New York's strength of schedule too, going against London and Boston in the first first weekend, um, arguably not, 
arguably not super impressive, um, you, you know, based on lots of the power rankings going around. But uh, I think their their week three is going to be much harder. They're face they're facing uh, Philly and Washington, uh, or Philly and Houston at Washington. But um, but but regardless, that yeah, it's it's a super good look for New York um, at home, kicking off the season. Um, I mean, that's that's kind of the way you want to do it. Oh yeah, I, I yeah. Overall, New York's as far as Atlantic teams go. I'm, I, I. It, it's weird after this weekend that I mean, if Paris and Toronto are the ones competing with New York here, and I'm more impressed with Paris than I thought it would be, as well as Toronto. Um, so that's going to be a little interesting. But I just don't. We we did it in our division preview of the, of this division. Um, we said it that NYXL is probably just guaranteed to win. I, after, after one week still have that same opinion, honestly, um, they look scary good. I, I think this might be their best roster yet, which is crazy. Um, yeah, I guess we could talk about the other two teams we haven't talked about yet, which is Toronto and Paris. They faced each other on day one and Toronto won three to one. So that was Toronto's only game. So let's just talk Toronto. Um, this this team was super fun to watch. Uh, enjoyed enjoyed it a lot, and it, honestly, they performed. Uh, Paris was performing better in this game than I thought they would, but um, Toronto had logics on um, Havana just insane. I highly recommend uh, rewatching at least that map. It was just so much fun to watch logics just dominate at the end there. Oh, yeah, that's a good series. Um, and it's funny because for um, a good chunk of the first half of this series, you know, the the storylines of the match were all about uh, XZ, which is evidently how you're pronounce how they're pronouncing that on the desk um, from the Paris Eternal. Uh, obviously, new Element Mystic um, hit scan DPS player um, for Paris, but that the narratives of the match were all about XZ. Um, for the first half, and then you're right by by about the Havana map, um, it, that it just completely changed up. That's yeah, Logics was just popping off. Uh, in fact, it was one of the ca- I forget who was catching that. Might have been uh, that was Uber UberX, I think. Okay, but, uh, for some reason no, in my head, it. I was going to say was it? For, in my head. In my head, I was going to say it might have been Doa, but it was not Doa. <laughs> Definitely um, not Doa though. But uh, anyway, but whoever was casting that, they were saying, you know, they um, they joked that the production team was furiously trying to make a player of the match graphic for uh, for Logics, and then sure enough, they were. <laughs> but uh, but but yeah, absolutely uh, <laughs> showing up for that match against Paris. Um, I'm sure it's sure it didn't hurt that that was their only match uh, this weekend. But yeah, we knew Toronto was going to be fun to watch, and sure enough, they were. Yeah. Um, but Paris is super fun to watch too. And we found that out the next day when they three owed London specifically FD God, who I'm giving my MVP of the week to, um, because I, it, for a first time performance this week, my God, he is looking like the, the best player on Lucio for sure. Man just could never die on Lucio. Um, was booping people like crazy doing one V ones. It was just so much fun to watch FD God. Uh, I know the Boston players enjoyed watching that match before our before our game too. Really, really liked watching FD God and couldn't believe uh, couldn't believe uh, he kept staying alive the whole time. Um, yeah, I, I I do. I'm 
I enjoyed watching Parrot. I did not think I would. I, coming out of this weekend, if you told me, John, you will be optimistic about Paris's season, I would have been like, yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty. I'm I'm a little more on the optimis, optimistic side after watching watching these players, and they still have some underage players that have yet to come. So, um, it's true. Yeah. It, it, we knew it was going to be a little bit better, at least than than last season. But yeah, you're right. I think they've got lots of good stuff to look forward to, assuming they can keep this up. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, okay, let's move to Dallas, Dallas, Texas. Um, oh, it, I, I should give my. Uh, oh yeah. Or actually, no, wait, I won't. I was going to say I'll give my MVP, uh, but I forgot that I changed it um, as I was rewatching matches. Um, but so my honorable mention of MVP of the week is going to go to XZI or XZ off of um, Paris Eternals, just because yeah, the, his but in both the matches that they played this week, um, he's just absolutely going ham, um, and I, I mean MVP in like the real meaning of the phrase <laughs> for for Paris. Oh yeah. Um... God, I kind of my I'll give an honorable mention to to Hoppa because I do think I don't know I I just like FD, FD God was more a little more fun than watching Hoppa but Hoppa was super fun this weekend too um, with his diva bombs. All right, uh, Dallas. So I mostly had to watch these. I was busy during these, so these were mostly rewatches for me. Um, I saw some of them live actually. I saw shock fuel live and gladiators titans i saw the last two or three maps of so um all i knew was i was in like the media room at new york and everyone was talking about this first match gladiators titans and saying og's not not playing what's happening um lh cloudy was in uh at the beginning of this match for the gladiators which was highly unexpected for a lot of people it's true, yeah. Um, it, it's uh, I'm trying to come up with a similar sort of strategy, maybe, uh, with the tank players, or uh, <laughs> I forget because there was something about um, what team was that? That was Shock that they were missing a missing a tank player for some reason. Who was that? Um, sh- it wasn't Gladiators, I don't think. Missing a tank player. Uh, I don't think anyone. Shock had like Arch- Architect was playing support for the Shock. That was their big thing. Yeah, that's yeah. Architects was playing Ana through that whole series. I don't know. It, it was somebody. It did. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, the gladiator. And this was the one. Um, I guess I'll claim this as the match to rewatch because it is the only match that did go to five maps. Um, gladiators won the first one, then Titans won the next two, then Gladiators won one, taking us to map five. And it like seemed like this weekend there was a big trend where if you won the control map, you just weren't going to win the game. There was no chance because um, everyone would just win the control map and then they'd get swept on the rest of the maps. Um, it's, it's true, yeah. Um, which it, uh, I guess we're not, we're not really any strangers to that uh, from the past. Oh, yeah. But yeah, sure enough, it's, it's coming back. Well, and I think part of it, well, I, I don't know, it, it, it's we'll probably have fewer three ones um, this this season than in past seasons because we'll have the matches that go three zero and then the other team wins map four won't happen anymore. Mm. I, I feel like that might be that might have been a little bit more common the first couple seasons. So 
maybe for that reason we'll have fewer three ones. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I guess, yeah, we'll just keep... So they brought OG in for Dorado. One map, the Gladiators, and they won that map. Um, so OG 1-0 overall, and then they took him out uh, for, for the last map. They put Cloudy back in. Um, which I guess kind of, I mean, Cloudy did win the help win the control map on Nepal at the beginning of the match. So maybe they were like, oh, he's better on, maybe he's just been doing better in scrims. I don't know. What do you think it is, Joe? It, it looks confusing if you just look at this game individually, right? Yeah, it's, it's certainly not how your, uh, armchair, your armchair arrow might've, might've coached it <laughs> with, with the substitutions. Um, I just came up with that phrase off the top nice. of my head, but um, <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah. So um, just like the average spectator, definitely wouldn't have done that. I, I don't know. Um, you're right. It might be a, a scrim related thing. It might be, um, yeah, that he's been playing a lot more escort maps for some reason, which is kind of interesting because that was that was that map four. That, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that was map four. Yeah, Dorado. Yeah, so, it's just so. Yeah, if. Um, for this first part of the season, if you're specializing in escort maps, that's um, especially when they're you know when they're not played all the time, that's maybe not exactly ideal. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. Obviously, we really want to see OG. I think the the Dallas crowd did too. Um, yeah, we'll have to see because the the thing about Dallas is that they don't play again until week five. They have an entire month off because of the canceling of the uh, Chinese homestands. Yeah, um, a uh, lot of teams have that actually. I think the Gladiators don't play until week five. I think a lot of Pacific teams don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most of the um, the East Division teams don't for sure. Um, yeah, definitely. But I think uh, actually there are the next three weeks. There are only Atlantic conference games there are no pacific conference games till week five so uh, until and unless they put something on the schedule about it i guess or like make an announcement yeah um that uh, i also noticed that atlanta doesn't even have a game until week four hmm. um which is crazy. wonder how but it was like who they had to bribe to get that because <laughs> yeah, i'm because i'm sure that's sort of ideal because you can get all this tape on everybody else yeah you just watch everyone but, else you you figure out the meta and then then you get to play yeah but but then on the other hand you certainly don't want to have like big gaps i wouldn't think just for the sake of staying engaged the standings are gonna look so weird come week after week four it's just gonna be all the atlanta conference teams are gonna have like big records all the east division teams are gonna have zero and zero it's going to be super weird. And then when like in week five, when the East division actually plays only three of their teams play, um, Guangzhou huh. charge and, uh, Shanghai, both aren't going to Seoul. So, and only Dallas shock and gladiators are going to Seoul. So the Titans have a big break. Uh, it's a weird schedule. Yeah. Dude, the Titans. <laughs> I'm trying to find out the next time the Titans play. Give me, I'm literally, it's week eight and, <laughs> week and eight the shock or no, the shock. Wait, do the shock go to Seoul? Yeah, they go to Seoul. Uh, who am I missing? Who are we missing? Gladiators. Oh, Valiant. Valiant and Titans do not play again until week eight. That's crazy. Yeah. 
That's so insane. They've got to have some kind of substitute. Um, this is some kind of substitution schedule put up for those matches soon. Otherwise, as more people realize that they aren't going to see these teams for so long, they're going to have questions. Yeah, I mean, I but the more I don't know when when you complain about it, it's like, well, what are they going to do? There's like a virus, so it's better it's than risking players' health, like health, health, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly, I might be at the point where they should just do it online. I know everyone's like online, no. Um, but I just, I don't know. Just get, get, when are you? What else are you going to do these games? How else are you going to do them? And particularly since, um, well, I guess I don't know that for a fact, but um, I, I assume that most of the teams that would be involved with these are like together in Korea now, because I know obviously lots of the teams were making that move. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it wouldn't even be like a ping issue necessarily. You could, because like if it was you know Dallas was going to play some team that's in Korea physically right now, that would be an issue. But yeah, I think like the Gladiators are already in Korea. So I, I don't know what the other what the shock and fuel are doing since their next games are in Korea too. But oh, yeah. but gladiators have already um made it to Korea and they're like practicing there until their game uh, March seventh, a month from now. So Yeah. Um but yeah. Uh we got distracted from the games, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well it's just, just the freaky different schedule that we got to think about from the players perspective it's yeah. crazy um especially i mean it was fun one like the titans i honestly the titans are still here they're still pretty pretty dang good um absolutely and they look good i mean <laughs> what are your thoughts on fissure because i was impressed by him this week yeah he looked really nice uh, i mean um not only with his his fresh haircut but uh but also with his tank play Reborn, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we, yeah, I mean, uh, we we talked about how the gladiators, are, in a lot of ways, have put all their eggs into the the fissure basket. Um, but but yeah, this this first week at least certainly went really well for them. I think. Yeah, we even got to see some Ryu J Hong at one point. I think against the gladiators, that was exciting. Yeah, um, and so uh, Hawksall, like I said, mm-hmm. pulling out the Genji. That was that was cool. Uh, oh yeah I feel like there was something else notable with the gladiators I don't know I mean or with the titans mm-hmm. I mean they're the Vancouver titans so <laughs> I don't know I, uh, the only thing notable that I took out of the titans weekend was like okay they're still they're still <laughs> they're, so they're good. still good um, they're, <laughs> Confirmed. they're still good um, and then gladiators the I what I took out from them is they still I mean it's just classic gladiators they still got some kinks to work out uh like like they always seem to at the beginning of the season um they just got to get some team cohesion things going on here and figure out who who their main tank is cuz honestly I still think it should be OG but we'll see we we did, we did see good things um also from the gladiators DPS as mm-hmm. well um obviously Birdring um sort of starring in that role but uh mirror and jari both saw some play and um both made plays which is what you want <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely they they both look pretty comparable 
Uh, I, I didn't expect the main tank to be like the biggest issue for gladiators uh, going going into, I guess, week five, five or whenever they play next. Um, but yeah, I, after that game was the Valiant Dallas Fuel. And um, now these two teams have something in common, and that is uh, the only two teams with um, a home stand where they lost both games and embarrassingly <laughs> and <laughs> probably two of the worst home stands in, in memory because of it. I mean, the Fuel fans obviously did not enjoy losing twice and the valiant was like their one chance because the second game was against shock i think we both picked fuel against valiant right we did yeah we really we went three for four on last week's predictions both of okay us. so i guess we both have but, to uh, i guess we both have to sit here and like explain why we were wrong about valiant <laughs> yeah um, um yeah, you go I, ahead i guess <laughs> I, I mean, I guess the short version is that they uh, looked pretty decent this weekend, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, um, you're right when you play when you play Dallas and then you play the Vancouver Titans. You know, those are going to be two very different games. But, uh, but yeah, there were some really nice things um, uh, co- coming out of the LA Valiant. Um, I mean, we can think about McGravy's Diva 6K uh, on on Blizzard World, which even if you didn't see any of the games this past weekend, I'm sure you've seen that clip at least. Um, even though I guess it's on YouTube, so it's much more difficult to find a clip. But, um, but you, you know, think about a play like that. But also in general, um, yeah, McGravy KSP, um, also who is going to be my MVP this week. Which I'm trying to remember if we explicitly said um, yet on this show. But in case you haven't um, heard one of our shows since the end of Overwatch League season two. Um, we always give an MVP every week, both of us. Yeah, so, yeah. based on the matches. Um, so, yes, my MVP award is going to KSP um, because of, yeah, just how nice he looked. Um, obviously, it's a dude who's come from um, most recently the uh, World Cup uh, Team UK team. Um, and, and that's, that's where you might know him from, but um, pulled up onto the LA Valiant roster, uh, playing alongside his fellow KS um, DPS player, um, and having yeah really good success. Uh, he was he was cool to watch, um, and uh, I think you watch either of the two Valiant games this past weekend, you get tired of hearing his name. I think is fair to say. <laughs> oh yeah, um, they talked about him a lot. Uh, you also had Gig, who was. Who has been described as the um, American bumper uh, because he just goes in and uh, without any care and trusts his team to back him up. Uh, and he also had a super nice play too that you probably saw a clip of against uh, Gladiator or the Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a great meme on our slash uh, competitive Overwatch right now about Gig that I highly re- recommend watching. I just laugh my ass off this morning at, at it it was hilarious <laughs> um but yeah that i mean overall i i enjoyed watching this team too they were fun i mean everyone was fun to watch i love this meta honestly um i i saw i can't remember i saw a tweet i think about about ksp and how he he led in a lot of stats we have stats now which we'll talk about in depth later in the show but um Basically, he he was the leader in like damage or something. I think overall um, this weekend sounds about right. Yeah. So yeah, I love having stats, but yeah, KSP did super well. 
Uh, they went one one and one on the weekend. It's it's looking like they're going to be around the middle of the league now, which is far from from where our power rankings had them. But they're looking pretty good. Um, on the other hand, Dallas Fuel. After this match against LA Valiant, I was I was not confident in this team. Joe, <laughs> I, I, honestly, after that first day, I was like, that was the worst team I saw today by far. They just looked. It looked like they were not a team. They weren't playing together. No <laughs> one looked special besides besides Decay, honestly. But Decay, even Decay looked way better uh, the next day. So, yeah, after this first day, I was not confident in this team at all. I was like, yikes, that's, that's not good. Yeah, and it's sort of annoying as uh, I think I've mentioned on this show before. I'm I'm a person who wants to be a Dallas fan. Uh, <laughs> but but especially, you know, second half or so of last season going into this season, um it's just it's just not there the way um I feel like at least um it, it can be. Uh it, it's, it's in that sense it's kind of frustrating to, to watch these teams, but you know, uh, obviously there's, you know, tons of stuff, tons and tons of stuff going on, you know, that I wouldn't even uh, have any way of knowing about, but uh, yeah, it's just it's so interesting to me how uh, this, this team that's super nice on paper, but uh, it really has trouble just sort of in general um, being able to to execute that to to actualize that. Yeah, I don't know. It was wasn't too pretty to watch, in my opinion. Um, it, but Decay, as as a Gladiators fan, I was very upset as as to how good decay was honestly i was just like why was he not i mean i guess there wasn't a meta that he could pop off on these heroes but my god uh he looked great this weekend he he looked like the clear standout for the dallas fuel in my opinion um yeah just looking looking really good um yeah that i mean dallas fuel i i didn't get to see the shock match but i saw that um there were there were some more rays of hope in that match for Dallas Fuel. Um, would you say yeah, so? it was. Um, yeah, this is my. Uh, we don't always give honorable mentions, but this was my honorable mention uh, match to rewatch as well. Um, Shock versus Dallas, and yeah, not because, um, not because it was particularly close, I guess. Um, although you know, obviously, it's sometimes it was, but. Um, but just because it, it was cool to watch some of the uh, uh, <laughs> some of the plays that we were able to make, um, like there was a uh, it, it was super interesting watching um, uh, super super versus it, was it super yeah super versus Gamsu I think um, on Havana in particular uh, just going crazy like in the in the tank battle um, su- super interesting to watch. Um, no pun intended, I guess. <laughs> uh, as far as that goes. Yeah. And as far as shock goes too, uh, clearly they're still pretty good. So I, I, I don't think I have nothing new to yeah, say is, about them. It's the same thing. Yeah. Not, uh, uh, not super concerned about, uh, that team right now. Yeah. It was nice seeing striker in every map. I missed, missed the dude. So, it was nice seeing him him playing a lot. We got to see a lot of Tracer this weekend too, which I've been begging for. So, 
Very nice to see that as well. We just saw a lot of DPS heroes. Um, a lot. Yeah. I mean, uh, I can run a uh, stats thing for Ooh. that. See how many DPS heroes we saw. That would be interesting. Um, I guess while I do that, you can start talking about the stats maybe. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, that, so that's it for the week we talk about. But let's talk stats because uh, they, uh, I think last week, um, Captain Planet came out, wrote, wrote a whole article about this new stats lab and a whole new stats um, features in the stats tab on overwatchleague.com. And it is, my God, in-depth. I haven't even, I, I want time to just sit down and just gloss through this thing and see everything I can learn uh, because it's it's super, super in-depth, honestly. Um, you have uh, tabs for players, heroes, matches, team fights, and then you have tabs within those. Um, so within the players tab, you can get rep- match reports, you can... Um, see how they rank in certain stats like final blows, eliminations, hero damage, stuff like that. Of course, all per 10 minutes, Overwatch League style, um, which actually I'm on that right now. An FD god <laughs> is the leader in eliminations per 10, me- 10 minutes. Oh, wait, maybe I'm wrong. I can't. Okay, I am wrong. I'm very wrong. It's John. Um, I okay. just scrolled down very far and thought that was number one um but yeah this uh we, we did we did see 24 heroes um this this first weekend with more than five minutes of play time that's nice that's very nice um and we saw we had a lot of times where um there were there were 12 different heroes being played at once oh which it's is true. great love when that happens we we, we saw full dive sometimes yeah. uh, i think that was a uh, a Vancouver thing at one point, at least for sure. Uh, we saw some Sombra. Uh, uh, we saw lots. Well, I say lots of Tracer um, only after a year of no Tracer. Um, so basically anything is lots of Tracer. But we saw lots of Tracer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, which was tons of fun. Um, God, my favorite part is going to like the records tab. And finding out like who holds the records for certain stats, for example, there. Um, who do you think holds the record for most final blows in a single map, Joe? Um, I think I might. It's in the thirties, isn't it? It's in the forties. Um, it's in the forties. What 40s. player do you think? Um, I, I think I might have seen that like in the lead up to the season or something. Um, uh, but I don't. No, can I guess a role? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to guess that it is an off-tank player. No. It no. is a player oh. on the Florida Mayhem. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, Sia player. Hmm. Yeah. Very fun. Um, there you go. Bird rings and second. And those play. are the kind of things you can learn. Yeah. Thanks to Captain Planet. Um, most final blows in a single match, not just map is Surefor with 121. Yeah. <laughs> that must have been like a seven-map playoff or something. Uh, it was versus Hangzhou Spark. It, mu- it had to have gone to five maps, right? Uh, yeah. Um, man. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah, it was in uh, September, so it had to be in the playoffs. Um, I wonder if you can do stats specifically like not in playoffs. Yeah, you can. 
God, so in depth. I love it. <laughs> There's a tab that just says Fleta deadlifts, which I haven't, I haven't seen this yet. Yeah, it's it's for when you get. I think it's it's fifty percent or more of your team's final blows. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, so they measure in terms of whether you have a hundred percent of a flat deadlift or you have two hundred percent of a flat deadlift or wow. anything in between. That's pretty cool. Yeah. No one's got to a hundred percent yet. But uh, uh, maybe not this season. Uh, I think they're going to couple overall. Eighty-two yeah. percent is the highest by striker. Striker holds the <laughs> striker holds. One, two, three, four, five, six of the top eight spots in this. <laughs> in the flat of deadlifts record list. From 2018 Boston Uprising. So, yeah. There you go. Uh, obviously. All right. Striker, clearly, the carry. Um, this is fun. See, you guys listening to this podcast are enjoying this already. Just go on to overwatchleague.com, and you could do this for hours probably. Um, all right. Uh, anything else to say about stats? Anything fun, Joe, that you found on stats, I guess? Um, not specifically. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things where, um, well, I can say if you're a Overwatch content creator, I'm sure you'll love it. And technically, we're both Overwatch content <laughs> creators. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll end up using it um, in some exciting way. Um, this season for the show, but um, but yeah, it's super good to have. Absolutely. Uh, oh yeah, I so the striker stat for flood of deadlifts was match wise. I changed it to map, and over or hundred percent has happened many times. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, there you go. Yeah, and uh, a lot of them are by strikers still. So nice. Yeah, fun stuff. I enjoy it a lot. Okay, what else? New live patch. Yeah, that happened quickly. I feel like the, in the time we did, we didn't even have time to talk about this PTR. This is fast. There were two PTR patches <laughs> since our last Crazy. show uh, that have now both been moved to the live server. <laughs> Overwatch in 2020. Um, and Crazy. Actually, I, actually, I don't know if that's true. I, I think I'd have to go back and look at the PTR patches to confirm. Um, um, but... There has been a live patch um, since our last show, and that live patch is um, including nerfs to Brigida. Uh, her repair pack, um, the overheal that she can give in armor has been reduced from 75 all the way down to 50 armor. Um, so the and uh, the H the healing per second HPS. Um, uh, the, the rate at which that healing applies has been decreased from 60 per second to 55 per second. Um, and the, the notes here describe that this is um, basically a way to, to keep her in line with the other healers, um, is what this says, but particularly because um, obviously they've, they've nerfed a lot of, uh, a lot of healers lately, um, just in, ter- in terms of healing rates or, or that kind of thing. Um, uh, so it's, it's just a thing to keep in mind uh, if you play Brigitte. Um, Symmetra's secondary fire, that's the, the little balls she can throw, um, their maximum damage has been increased from 120 to 140. Uh, so if you, if you thought we saw a lot of Symmetra here in Overwatch League Week 1, just wait until Overwatch League <laughs> Week 3. Uh, although, I mean, as far as buffs go, that's probably a, a less uh, significant yeah. one. 
Uh, Widow got a nerf. Uh, her sniper rifle now takes a full... Uh, no, on the PTR, it was one full second to charge. On live now, it is 0.9 seconds to charge uh, up to 100% of her max damage, uh, which is increased from 0.75 seconds. And Wrecking Ball. Uh, when he uses Pile Driver, the players that are affected and get launched up into the air um, now will only lose uh, control of their momentum for half a second instead of one second. Uh, which does seem super significant. Yeah, that is pretty. Um, I feel like that's pretty big. Because that's, that's half. Yeah, it's it's half as long. Yeah. Um, uh, so I have to see how that goes. Uh, I also flipped through the PTR or recent PTR patches while I was talking, um, and there have been a couple PTR patches, but only one balance patch, and that is the one that's on live mm-hmm. right now. Um, so it's just like bug fixes and stuff. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, so those four changes: brig nerf, sim nerf, or sim buff, widow nerf, uh, wrecking ball nerf. Those will be live in the Overwatch League, assuming I'm doing my math right, uh, on week three, which is two weekends after the patch went live. Um, so yeah, that's what I know about that. <laughs> nice. Um, not too many changes, but uh, still some changes happening quickly. So that's that's all you can ask for at this point. Absolutely. They're uh, not letting us down on, <laughs> on what they've told us they're going to do. Not. Um, but yeah, that's that's great. Um, speaking of Brig, after these Brig nerfs, you can also get the Goat Brig skin now, which I already have. Um, and it's great. I love it. I queued up in support Absolutely. just for it. <laughs> Absolutely. 200 Overwatch League tokens, just like um, lots of the other stuff they've sold us. Um Unfortunately, you can't uh, get any Twitch traps. So, uh, pay for this one. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't have the tokens, you got to buy them. Yeah, yeah. Coin- I don't think it's a coincidence, Joe. I think they wanted. <laughs> I think this is the one situation where people are like, yeah, I'd actually pay money for that. Uh, so people are doing. Yeah, that. I had to. Uh, I had to buy uh, a thing. Yeah, yeah, I did as well. I did. I think I had forty tokens, maybe. So that wasn't going to do it. <laughs> and I had like 160 uh, you or something. Were, we so. could have combined. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, Maybe just buy one skin between the two. Yeah, of I still, that's one of the best skins in the game. So love it. Uh, mainly because it's just a commemorative thing. So um, yeah, uh, I guess there was a, there was a signing. Um, Hangzhou Spark have signed uh, Addo from, he was former Shanghai Dragon, right? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. In the past, um, uh, I forget, I, I think maybe as recently as season two, um, but I don't think he played the whole season. Did he? I can't remember. I don't think he was, uh, I, yeah, I honestly cannot remember, but you know, it doesn't matter. These basically this team doesn't exist. Hangzhou spark, Shanghai dragons, those, those teams, they're not real for, for a little bit here. Um, so <laughs> it's, it's like still off season for them basically. Which is weird to say. Yeah. Um, actually, he was on. Yeah, he was Shanghai Dragon. Then he was on Washington Justice. I forgot about that. Um, that's true. Yeah. He, yeah, that's where he got his first win. Yeah. Yes, that <laughs> I was. Remember that now. That's him. Um, so he was. Yeah, he was on Shanghai for the 0 40, and then went to Washington Justice, and is now on Hangzhou Spark. He is continuing a new team every year. Um, I I don't think he will be a big important part of this team, but he is on it now. 
Yeah. It's like Fisher. He's he's on his fourth team. Otto's on his third. Mm-hmm. Except Fisher is a guaranteed starter for his team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a little different, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's us that's it for news. Um we have games this week and me and Joe are gonna have to pick every single one of them because we only have four games this week. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so that's interesting. I guess that they are. If you didn't know, it's the Battle of Brotherly Love in Philadelphia. Um, this one's in downtown Philadelphia. I don't know how many homestands they have, but I know that one of the homestands is not even in Pennsylvania. Um, it's in uh, somewhere in New Jersey. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, but it's, oh, Atlantic City. It's in Atlantic City. Oh, which is interesting. Go yeah, figure. very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think it's because it's in the summer and it's Atlantic City's like a beach, basically. So I think they were going yeah. for that theme. But very weird because it's weird for them. Like it makes more sense for like Florida. They have a game of, in Miami and then I think in like Tampa or something or Orlando maybe. Um, but Philly, like they're, I don't know, the East Coast is really tightly packed and there are already four East Coast teams so it's weird that Philly's like, yeah, let's have one in the New Jersey fans. Like they need more. The Atlantic city people need some more love. Um, even though New Jersey has Paris and London at this point, technically. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's, that's interesting, but yeah. Um, this one is in downtown Philadelphia. It's going to be actually hosted by golden boy. So that's fun. Yeah. Uber X are going back as is, uh, Whoever... I think it's Wolf and Achilles, right? Uh, I think that's right. They, yeah. didn't ca- they didn't cast this past weekend, so I think they're throwing them out there. Because uh, they were go. both on the desk, I believe. Um, so yeah, that leaves a lot of casters open. So Sideshow is doing like a companion stream this weekend and stuff like that. So that's interesting. Um, Would have been interesting to see how they did it with the Chinese, um, Chinese matches, because I know there are rumors that obviously they're not traveling um i'd be interested to see if they were still casting or what was going to happen um but yeah these ones uh um it's looking like a pretty good it's it's everyone in the atlantic south division besides the atlanta rain um so atlanta not included in this one so we got four teams so uh it's gonna be interesting the first game is florida mayhem versus the houston outlaws um, technically no one's leading, I guess you, you can pick the Saturday games first. I'll pick the Sunday games cause no one's winning or losing yet. Cause we all pick the same. It's true. Um, but yeah, this one's gonna, I, there are two interesting games here, two games that have Florida mayhem in them. Um, <laughs> Florida mayhem, Houston outlaws. Uh, this one's, I guess, kind of interesting because a lot of, even in like the coaches poll this week, Houston's still super, super low and below Florida Mayhem. A lot of power rankings have Mayhem higher than Houston, despite all of Houston's changes this offseason. Um, what, what do you say to that, Joe? Do you are you on the Mayhem uh, train here? Yeah, I mean, uh, acknowledging that I've that I haven't seen this Houston roster play, I just can't believe uh, <laughs> that. Uh, that they aren't going to have the success that I think they are, um, and and I'm not, you know, they're not going to run away with the league or anything, but um, they're, they're going to beat Florida on Saturday. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll 
I agree. I think Houston's going to win. I don't know. Houston, by the way, put out a great piece of content today. I, I liked it a lot. It was uh, they're like sort of hype video, and they they were the hot laws. So go watch it. It's funny. Uh, yeah, I'm going Houston. I don't know. I I still just don't have confidence in Florida is the main reason. I kind of agree with everyone that maybe the, I don't think this Houston roster is that much better, but it's also Florida. So I'm going Houston. Um, yeah, see, I'm just really excited for this match because I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just like even to hear you say that, it's just that. Um, just with this, this team that made upgrades in every single, um, every single role in the offseason, it's just it's just gonna be good to watch. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Um, I'm sure a lot of people are excited. Don't don't, don't let me down, Houston. That's the important thing. <laughs> uh, the next game is Washington Justice versus the Philly Fusion, which I think I would give my my match of the weekend to this one. Uh, Washington, of course, uh, ever since ever since that DPS meta came. Um, ever since that two, two, two roll lock have, have been considered one of the best teams in the league. Very exciting to watch Joe. Um, do you think they can upset these Philly fusion teams that are team that is being ranked in top five, top four by almost everybody? Uh, yeah, I I think, uh, I think you are right that both of the Washington games, I think are going to be the closest of. Um, of the weekend, um, but I, I think I'm gonna I am gonna give the edge here to Philly um, uh, in both their matches. Spoiler alert there wow. for for the end, but um, but but yeah, that, that's gonna be my pick uh, for the weekend for sure. I love this Philly team. Everyone knows I I do, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a little upset here. I'm gonna go with Washington Justice wins this game. Um, I think Philly is is a little shaky at times usually and i think i think they're one of those teams that's going to take it's going to take a little bit for them to become this top five team everyone is expecting them to be um did you pick florida too, I picked or houston. did you you picked houston yeah um but i'm picking washington i'm uh, that's the first the first match that we're going opposite here um will there we go, go opposite again for the next match which is washington again this time against houston um, and I'm going Washington again. I think Washington starts out two and zero. I really liked their off season. I liked their upgrades. They've got Aim God now, who's very, very talented. Um, I guess the only thing, either Lulsish or Elivote are having some uh, visa issues and won't be there. I don't think so. That's oh. actually pretty huge. Basically, because that that's why they weren't. Um that's why they weren't at the end of last season either. This was also for Visa stuff. <laughs> you had so, so much hasn't time. Hasn't been going on all off you had season. So much time to fix yeah. this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know if I, I haven't. I just saw that there were Visa issues. I didn't see like, oh, he's officially out or anything like that. And I don't remember which one it was. But um, I'm still confident in Washington if Roar has to play. Um, yeah, I'm still confident. And, and Washington winning both games. Washington beat, beats Houston. There you go. Um, and I think I would be um, uh, doing myself and the Houston fans out in the audience a disservice um, 
after, after uh, expressing such confidence in this team if I didn't uh, also pick them to win um, this match against Houston. So, yeah, we'll, we'll pick different things for that, too. Nice. And then we'll both pick Phil, Philly for this last one. <laughs> I, I think so, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so to be clear, I do think, uh, like I said, the, this uh, these Washington matches are going to be the closest of the weekend. And in fact, I think uh, Washington-Houston is probably going to be the closest of the weekend. Okay. Um, so that's uh, which, which again we picked we picked different things. So uh, I think if I'm wrong about any of those four, it's going to be Washington-Houston. Okay, interesting. Um, yeah, I'm I'm super interested in. And seeing what happens this weekend, I, my I, my predictions: Philly would be the first team to host a homestand and go one and one instead of two and zero or zero and two. There has no, been no middle middle ground so far for homestand teams, um, which it has to happen eventually. Uh, actually, let's talk let's talk YouTube gaming real quick, Joe, because um, I guess that's another big thing. I mean, because this was the first week on YouTube gaming, you probably experienced it more than I did because I watched half of them live. But um, what what were your thoughts on YouTube gaming? Uh, did you miss Twitch at all? Um, I, I mean the the actual viewing of the stream worked out well enough. I use um, just like for my own entertainment purposes, I used YouTube a lot more than I do Twitch. Um, so, so I guess in that sense, like the convenience was, I guess, was nice. Uh, th- that it was all there. I mean, you still have the chat. Um, it's a different chat, but I'm not. Uh, it, 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 I don't usually participate in the chat, really. Anyway, um, but it, I mean, it was, it was nice to have you know um, the ability to to rewatch conveniently. Um, you you can, you can pause and and go back and that kind of thing. Um, the other thing I, I realized. Like as you asked me this question, um, that we still haven't talked about yet is the production, oh, just yeah, in general. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have not from, even talked about Cheez-Its. <laughs> we haven't talked about Cheez-Its. It's crazy. Uh, we, we should. We should. After we're done recording the show, we should record just a couple sound bites about Cheez-Its and just have them interrupt <laughs> us randomly. <laughs> uh, just, just do some editing and just put it in randomly throughout the show. But. Um, uh, but, but yeah, the production I think was 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 much more interesting um, in terms of the actual stream than uh, than than the YouTube was um, this week in particular. And again, I think a lot of that is just because you know eventually we're gonna we're gonna continue to miss the drops. We're gonna miss the whatever fun stuff they might have cooked up with Twitch. Um, and maybe and maybe they'll pull out something you know mid season with YouTube, but. But yeah, that was interesting. Um, we because yeah, in fact, you know, I was thinking about the, I was thinking about this show um, in advance of recording, and I had it all planned out that I was gonna like we were gonna comment about um, or, or like if if you made a comment about you know some player that was underperforming, I was gonna be like, yeah, I don't know, it's a mind crunch, <laughs> and 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 all this. But yeah, no, we just we just forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot about that. Um, I mean, it's probably because I didn't experience it live at all. I just experienced the amazing memes afterwards. Uh, uh, but yeah, absolutely. Just, I mean, some people, I, I like I, in the media room, it was fun hearing everyone's opinions on it. And some people were like, God, what a disaster. And other people were like, honestly, like 
it's hilarious. <laughs> um, and like, uh, like some people are like, honestly, Cheez-Its is probably just like super happy. Like about this, um, it's yeah. getting them a lot of attention. When you become a, a, a Twitch chat, that's not Twitch chat. Copy pasta. Any crunchers. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's, it's crunch time. Uh, any hey. crunchers is such a weird question. <laughs> um yeah just hilarious hilarious memes Uh, obviously the production's gonna get get better Uh, the desk as far as the desk goes i was super just bothered by their green screen mainly when they like switched to the single cam of soey i was like the green screen doesn't match and i'm so frustrated um it just looks so weird whatever they shot turned it to just her single shot of her that was the only thing that bothered me but uh, the desk was pretty entertaining, especially on the second day. First day was kind of shaky, but second day was funny. Um, yeah, overall, we'll, I, we'll have more comments about this as as the season goes on. <laughs> um, fun, fun first week, though. I'm excited for another. I'm excited to watch these teams because there's a lot of a lot of excitement. Uh, new jerseys for Florida, all all of that. You know, it's gonna be a fun weekend. Absolutely. Even if there are only four yeah. matches, um, it just means it'll be that much more um, um, easily digested. Yes, exactly. By the, the yes. people. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's. I think that's all we got for this week. Uh, so if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow my personal Twitter at JWGeorgeIV. Joe's is at Kirkpatrick underscore Inc. That's INC. Our show has a Twitter at On the Flank Show. We will be tweeting a lot more now Now that we're in season. You want to see any cool graphics, who's winning, who's winning um, the pick'ems, stuff like that, or we tweet them up there. You can email us on the flank show at gmail.com or tweet at us if you have any corrections to make during the show or any topic you'd like us to talk about. You're listening to this in one way. If you want to listen to it a different way, you can go to on-the-flank.pinecast.co, my personal YouTube channel, which is John George. You're most likely going to find that via my Twitter, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, enjoy this weekend.